we got new numbers this morning from our super fund as to what sort of damage has been inflicted as a result of the various battles the global economy is currently having. In the year to June, our fund has dropped $3.3 billion, which is just short of 7% to $55.7 billion. Only the third time in its history the fund has had a negative annual return. Now the chief executive of the fund, Matt Winneray, is with us. Matt, morning. Morning, Mike. No surprise. Not happy, but no surprise, surely. No, no surprise. It was a it was a pretty sharp downturn. In fact, the the first six months of this year, this calendar year, were the worst we've seen since nineteen seventy. So yeah, no surprise that you're. When things go pear shaped in a market on any given day, an event unfolds. How quickly do you guys move? How agile are you, or do you look to just ride it out? So there's two things going on there. One is mostly, you know, what we do is make ourselves resilient so that we're we're not responding immediately to these things. But we do have a strategy we call strategic tilting, which looks to move the portfolio around, not not massively, but but reasonably uh, significantly in response to moves away from fair value. So if equities are falling, we'll buy some equities. If equities are rising, we'll sell some, likewise with bonds. And that was a good contributor this year in terms of our value add. Does the tilting adjust wildly at all, ever, or not? Oh, look, we can take some some reasonably significant positions with it. So if you go back to the the start of uh, 2020, when we when the markets really um, uh, saw a really sharp fall, we we significantly increased our equity and credit positions. We added about 15% credit exposure to the portfolio, which is a big number. Uh, we added a bit less in terms of equities, but it was a it was a significant response in response to a really significant market move. So we're not trying to whack the thing around a lot in response to daily market moves. So we're down six point nine nine or seven percent. Call it that compares to twenty two percent back in two thousand nine. So bad, but not as bad. Not as bad. Yeah, you know these things always depend on when you when you take the photo. Uh, we 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 took the photo this year, and as 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 we always do in thirty June. Now, that period at the start of 2020 was certainly a bigger down, drawdown, mm. but then, as you know, the market responded really fast through June and we ended up positive for that year. So, you know, these things are, are definitely swings and roundabouts. What's your sense of the world at the moment? The war, inflation, optimism, cost of living, the whole thing? Oh, I think uh, there's a real battle for the central banks in terms of inflation, and uh, you see that around the world. It's a bit different in different places. Some some look like maybe they've, they've topped out. Others look like they're still going up, uh, you know, Certainly in Europe, there's some real some real issues, particularly in uh, northern and eastern Europe. Uh, very high inflation numbers that are going to be a real challenge to deal with. So I think I think you know we're the we're in for a period of of longer, higher rates. Markets seem to sort of respond daily, uh, pretty reactive at the moment to to sentiment around around rates. Uh, but I but it feels like we've got a bit to go before we can keep the demand low enough to get the inflation down. What about your ethical side of the whole equation and, and what you invest in and don't invest in? And, and the reason I ask that is I, I'm, I'm increasingly fascinated by the world versus the theory of the world. And you look at fossil fuels. Fossil fuels have never been in more demand. And if you were a good investor, you'd be into fossil fuels because they're paying good dividends at the moment. Are you into them? Uh, no, we're not. So we're, we're, our portfolio is, is um, we've significantly reduced the carbon exposure and we have hardly any fossil fuel reserve exposure. So that, so is that politics that or is that good investment? No, that's good investment. So when we implemented that in the in 2017, uh, since that period, our, perform, our portfolio has performed better than it would have if we'd had those in. In the last year, you've seen, yeah, you've got an idiosyncratic thing. You've got Russia invading Ukraine. You've got um, you've got fossil fuel spike as a result of that uh, that supply squeeze. Uh, but you know, in the long term, the the world is going to have to shift away from from these things. So. 
you know, you get this, you get this dynamic where people say, well, I'll hold them until I know that they, um, that they're going to be bad. Yeah. Of course, that always happens before you think you can sell them. That's true. But do you look at Warren Buffett? I mean, Warren Buffett's piled into fossil fuels. Yeah, look, and Warren look knows at, what he's talking at, about, doesn't he? He's done very well, Warren. Uh, we look at we look at a, a lot of investors, uh, but we're we're pretty clear uh, that climate risk is a is a very important risk in the portfolio, and we need to manage it. And that's what we've done with our strategy. Good stuff, Matt. Appreciate it as always, Matt Winneray, who's the New Zealand Super Fund Chief Executive. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.